Welcome to On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio as we discuss harness racing in the state and we'll also uh, look around the grounds as well when it comes to feature race action because there is going to be a very strong New South Wales presence not only this weekend for those rich Group 1 Breeders' Crown Finals out of Melbourne but also as the Inter-Dominion kicks off in just 10 days' time from now. Next Saturday night, the first round of heats at Ballarat and again, in both the trotting and pacing series, uh, New South Wales will hold a strong hand in each of those. We had the Breeders' Challenge Blue wrapped up on Saturday night. And now we turn our attention to the regional series with the first of those heats to be run next Tuesday night at Wagga. So that will be the next port of call for this year's Breeders' Challenge. We had Menangle Race yesterday. We also had Young uh, Race last night with just a six race card and of course we're sending our thoughts out to those around the state that are affected by the weather events once more Uh, challenging times for many again but our thoughts are with them and hopefully uh, things are on the improve very shortly indeed we have a trialing session underway at Menangle this morning as well with a few key trialers including the first trial which has already been conducted it was a fast class trial for the McCarthy stable expensive ego Jillaby Kung Fu and the Croupier all going around over the 2300 meters that mile rate clocked in 153 and 7 a really sharp back half 27 8 26 and 4 with expensive ego holding off Jillaby Kung Fu so looks as though they are well and truly on track towards the inter-dominion particularly expensive ego who's right at the pointy end of betting after his bounce back win going back to last Saturday night or two Saturday nights ago. Now, the Black Prince was also back at the trials. He was able to win a short course trial in 54 and 3, as was Tasty Delight, uh, a star juvenile. This guy was able to uh, win a Group 1 as a three-year-old winning that gold chalice, and he contested all of the big-time races throughout his two- and three-year-old seasons. Well, we haven't seen him since September of last year, so great to see him back in action. Tasty Delight, he finished just behind them uh, in that mile trial. As mentioned, uh, it is a busy time and not only do we have feature race ac- action uh, to look to look forward to but we've also got Bathurst racing this evening uh, and it's set to be a competitive card as it always is eight races there the first gets underway at 6.12 not only is Doug Hewitt going to play a part there tonight at Bathurst but he's also going to duck across the border to contest those uh, that Breeders Crown Night out of Melton on Saturday evening and he's been kind enough in what is no doubt a super busy schedule at the moment to join us to discuss all of that on on the pace this morning. Good morning, Doug. Thanks for your time. No worries, Brett. Thanks for having us on. I can imagine it's been a, a pretty challenging week for your stable, the family, and the property as well. How are things uh, out your way? Uh, yeah, not not too good. Um, that's by far the worst flood we've ever had here. Um, couldn't see any of our track. It was just yeah, one big lake going past the house. It didn't quite reach the house, thankfully, but. Um, yeah, it's pretty much out of the 97 acres here, there's probably about three three or four acres not underwater, um, which is the stables and the house. So most horses were pretty safe. There's still some in paddocks that were flooded, but um, they managed just to keep calm and they found the higher ground as soon as it uh, come visible. And um, yeah, it's been very testing, but uh, yeah, trying to get everything back going as we speak. 
What about from a, a safety perspective? You mentioned the horses. So I guess the good news is that they were all able to, to keep safe. And, and in terms of property damage, I would imagine it would be pretty significant by the sounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's probably there's only just one two-year-old bloke that we put out in the spelling paddock. Um, he ended up the day after getting tangled in a bit of fencing that was um, down. But he's been treated as we speak and... Yeah, now it's just all about a clean-up. Um, there's not one paddock on the place that was usable as of yesterday. I've had a couple of people with bobcats and other people walking around trying to clean stuff off fences so we can strain wires and um, get it back operationable. But um, so far, the horses... Um, I spent a fair bit of time on the track yesterday and we can start to use our jog track. Other than that, we took tonight's race ones over to Chris Frisbee's just to work up um, the other day and then um, yeah our jog track's back we can use it um, it's not as good as what we would like but we can use it and the hobble track it's still shot to pieces I've got Earthwork company coming in to um, pretty much get rid of it and start from scratch again so um, it's going to be a lot of time and money and um, hopefully we can get it all back it's never great timing, but I can imagine it's even worse at the moment. It's such a busy time of year. You'd have so many horses that you're setting towards big-time races, and I can imagine your dad's still uh, away down in Melbourne with that team. So, gosh, it's not great timing, is it? No, definitely not. Um, uh, but pretty much it is what it is. Um, Burns got some important horses down there, and although he he's probably feeling helpless at the moment down there his job's just to have them right for Saturday night and um, yeah even if he was here there's not much he could do Brett it's all little stuff or machine work from pretty much here on in I've got a couple of people here fencing at the moment and trying to get us a, a couple of paddocks we can use again and um, yeah the debris was just next level but um, yeah we've got the horses they're still everything is being worked as normal and trying to tick everything over, trying to get these horses ready. But um, yeah, I've got tonight's ones as good as I can, as I think. And um, yeah, Burns got our ones down in Melbourne ready to go as well. Well, he's hoping over the next few days those racehorses can lift the spirits a little bit with some success. Let's discuss tonight quickly first. You've got a key book of drives this evening at Bathurst, the first of which goes around in race number two with Chap Daddy engaged here. Second up from a break this bloke, what did you make of his first up performance and how much improvement can we see through that? Yeah, he's a little bit below par in the first. He's a big lean bloke that we've been um, jamming the feed in to try and have him ready for a uh, couple of bigger races down the track so we've sort of cut back his feet a bit and upped his work and he's worked 10 times better this week so I think you'll see a lot of improvement out of him and being the only one on the back line I can either come off straight away and just try and land in a decent enough position and if there's any speed there early he'll definitely be one of the key factors getting home. Safely through tonight, what are those uh, aims in the next little while for Chap Daddy because he's building a nice little record. Yeah he's been a bit of surprise package. He's a big, rangy bloke, and he's pretty like sort of dopey when you're sitting behind him. But he seems to be able to just to get it done. So he he will just if he gets back up and get going, he's Vic Bread. So he'll be heading down to Melbourne in the next month or so for the Vic Breads at the end of the year. So um, if he starts putting the right foot forward again like he was before his little let up, 
um, he'll be on a truck heading down that way. All right, we'll keep an eye on him tonight, chap, daddy, and then going forward. Race number three, Taylor's four, goes around here to the eye, and uh, numerically her form doesn't look great. Can we expect an improved effort from her this evening, or is she going better than that form line rates? Um, she hasn't been, actually, which is a bit surprising. She's a nice filly that we've got a bit of time for, and she come back in from a spell and went... Uh, put in two super runs straight up and then Jace got a win with her on double and then she's just gone by the wayside a little bit but um, yeah I think this is more back to her sort of race and um, I think it'll suit her down to the ground so I, I, her form does look pretty bad but I think she should be able to nearly run a, a slot at the end of the race Jungle Baby has a, a good draw to contend with and she's a model of consistency this girl if she's not winning she's not being beaten far and that was uh, shown last week where I thought her effort was really good she's a versatile filly as well but you've got the gate to contend with to be honest it's a pretty strong race this evening so it's not going to be easy but uh, she looks like she's heading in the right direction definitely went super last week couldn't have been happy with her um, one's as good as a gate as it is she's not um, super quick out but I think she's quick enough out to hold a pretty forward position um, there's a couple there that have got a bit of gate speed but if she's forward enough she's definitely a contender in that race um, all she needs is a little bit of luck um, if I can't hold the top if I do get stuck behind leader or three back if she gets a bit of luck late I, I still think she is good enough to win a race of that class but she probably will need a bit of luck late Race four, number one, that being Jungle Baby. She's uh, a filly who's certainly trending in the right direction. Race number five, Rock Fisherman goes around here. Uh, he's got ability, this guy. You just have to catch him on the right night. Is he telling you that he's ready to run a decent race this evening despite the wide gate? Yeah, well, he has. he's been running super races of late. I got taken on a couple of weeks ago by uh, one of the Sydney horses and then handed up, ended up uh, crossing me after going the whole way around the first turn and then he was first on beaten into the back straight so I've got boxed away and had to get out and he still flashed home late and went massive that night but he's a horse that doesn't get much respect and if he does start getting a little bit of respect he'll start seeing a lot more races go his way so he's um, always been knocking on the door, he was running nice seconds and everything down at Menangle for weeks in a row and he's gone away from that now I've got a couple of races for him in the country so I think he'll be thereabouts Britain. And your last drive tonight is in race number six with Weona Survivor. Goes around uh, from a middle of the road draw in just an eight-horse field. Uh, he's been running really consistently, narrowly beaten three starts ago and then has been uh, doing it the tough way at his last few. I thought last start's effort was really good on the clock and considering the, the early work that he had to do. So if there's any opportunity for him to get a bit closer to the peg line, he's going to win a race shortly. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's a funny horse, like you said, he's... He's been doing it the tough way and still finishing races off and we've been super happy with him. Um, Burn drove him a couple of starts ago and he went massive, got to the front and went pretty hard and then just got run down right in the last couple of strides. But um, the thing is with him, he always seems to find a race where he's just got that one horse better than him. So like you said, if he could find the fence, he'd be a lot tougher to beat. But um, yeah, just see how the race pans out. And he's another one like that should be thereabouts. So. I've got a pretty pretty strong hand in tonight, I thought. A couple, like, most of them are place chances at least. So hopefully we get a bit of luck and boost the spirits, as you were saying. 
Well, safely through this evening, you'll be focusing on Saturday night's Melton card with no doubt uh, one of your favourites, if not your favourite horse in Rip. He goes around in the three-year-old Colts and Geldings Breeders' Crown final. Has to lock horns with Captain Ravishing again. But uh, firstly, what did you make of his semi-final performance? He looked as though he wanted to get it over and done with probably a, a little quicker than you would have liked. But still, when he found the gaps, he hit the line super strong. And I haven't seen the sectionals, but I would imagine that they were still very sharp. So uh, he's there to, to win one of these races very shortly. Can Saturday night be the night? Um, yeah, well, he's, he's had probably the perfect trips through his um, heat and semi heat work to the top and then sat on Captain Ravishing and um, he just walked and then sprinted home and he's got an unreal turn of foot, Captain Ravishing, and you're probably never going to beat him trying to run a race like that sitting on his back and then in the semi, same thing, just that three fence, um, did no work and he did get a little bit fired up, especially when other horses come around him, but in saying that he still done that pretty easy, got out, run home into second again, so he's they're ready to go and he's had the perfect sort of let up into this final. Um, gets all the help he can with drawing inside Captain Ravishing in the final, which um, is perfect, what we wanted. So, um, he, yeah, he's he's a super horse. A lot of people rode him off over long distances and stuff after his Queensland campaign that went amiss. And um, after his derby runs in Victoria a couple of weeks ago, I think he's got that respect back. And although he's still... I think well over the odds of what he's paying he's right in that race I think Brett He's been such a super horse and that Victoria Derby fine left it was enormous in behind leap to fame and of course you're able to defeat Captain Ravishing on that occasion you mentioned the fact that you've drawn inside Captain Ravishing on Saturday night deep down would you love to hold the lead this Saturday night because you mentioned it's going to be hard to out sprint Captain Ravishing can you outstay him? Oh yeah it's you never know. Like Captain Ravishing, he, he is a freak horse and he's got unreal turn of foot and it's just something we've got to speak about and sort of work out. But I think we've tried sitting on him and unless Captain Ravishing cops a lot of pressure, which I can't see happening, I, I just don't see us being able to beat him from sitting behind him if he walks and sprints home like he can. So it's definitely an option. We'll have to work it out whether we just want to hold the top or work to the top and see if we can hold. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be a real interesting final and I'm really looking forward to it. That's the ninth event on Saturday night out of Melton as part of a bumper card. Of course, uh, the stable will also have Jewel Melody going around in the two-year-old Phillies final. She's been a superstar all season long, so uh, she's another key hope when it comes to this series. Really appreciate you taking the time for us this morning, Doug. I know it's been a challenging uh, last few days, but here's hoping the next few days are a little better. And good luck this evening tonight and, of course, uh, at uh, Melton on Saturday night as well in those Breeders' Crown finals. Thanks again. No worries. Thanks, Brett. Really appreciate it. Doug Hewitt, this morning, it's been a tough few days for the family and the property and considering uh, not only are they trying to uh, do the repairs and get the property back up to a workable point, they're also getting these horses ready for not only tonight's Bathos card but also an eye to Melbourne as well with Saturday night's Breeders Crown so we wish everybody who's in a, a similar position the very best and here's hoping uh, the tides turn for you very shortly indeed that's on the pace for this Wednesday morning same time same place tomorrow morning and we'll have 
tonight's review of Bathurst as well as another look ahead to a big weekend in racing. And we've also got two cards tomorrow in New South Wales with Tamworth and Penrith.